0: First of all, first of all, that's not what we' about to call that. All right, so that's what we're not (laughs) about to call that. I'm just gonna carry on. Coffee talk, man. You don't like that name? No, it's not even that. Like, if your toe hanging over the heel of your shoe, it's not toe cleavage, bro. You just need to get up. Sorry. You might need to get a better size shoe. <laughs> really? I, I'm just, I'm just saying. Not. Uh, uh, I'm just saying. Not bro. Toe cleavage. What?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Internet is a wild place, bro.
1: Strange place indeed. Chat. How you guys doing today? Happy Saturday. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We'll be getting started here in a minute. You know, we just like to chill, talk to you guys, say, mm, spill some chili.
0: Spill some, yeah. Let's spill. Oh, Kevin.
1: My God, DC. Mm. Spilling chili Mm -hmm. thirty-five months in a row.
0: Mm -hmm. I was talking to BZ. He was like, "Man, you realize we've been friends for two and a half years?" He's like, "It's been a, it's been a long, a long, long, long." I'm not they real, man. It's gonna be, shout out it's to that guy, BZ, man. He going
1: to get one on the recorded episode, too. Shout out to that guy, man. Applying for mm-hmm. YouTube partner, man. That guy grinded mm-hmm. the hell out of YouTube, man. Shout out to him. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. I love when people still be in people chat talking and there's nobody there. Like, Wolfie literally went offline hours ago.
1: All right, podcast (laughs) hype.
0: Speak of the devil. What's up, man? What is up?
1: Yeah, the news of the Twitch potential sponsorship change they were going to make. Oh, we're going to talk about it on the podcast.
0: Oh, look at, shall we call him Mr. Partner?
1: Mr. (laughs) Tube
0: Partner. What are we calling Partner Tube? Brother Tube? You. big tube big tube bz <laughs> nope that's his name for the rest of the week
1: you see big... the title got you bz that was my that was my uh intention get people in here mm-hmm. new twitch partnership click
0: mm-hmm. oh click. big tube bz
1: for night squeezy i'm telling you bro people been calling you. that's your new name man you might as well just change your name on here man and mr youtube man mm-hmm. Ooh. Mr.
0: Yubtub. let's go, man. It's Beeezy Tube now, nah, bro. <laughs> yeah, got you with that clickbait. With the clickbait, click. Innovative clickbait, baby. Look, academics ain't the only one who can do it, all right? <laughs> I've learned the YouTube ways a little bit, man. A little bit.
1: A little bit. We got to get up there with the Tube Master, bro. Ah, man, but for real though, yeah, like congrats, man, like for real, for real.
0: When you get that trophy, bro, we're gonna um like that was awesome, man. We're gonna have you uh we're gonna have you featured on the show and like you can hold the trophy up. Oh, that'd be Like tight. you won the uh, <laughs> NCAA championship, right. hold it up high. That'd be tight. Give us a little Tony AO John Cena hand shaking. <laughs> Sergey, what's up, man? Sergey, what's going on? Hey, Happy um uh, from across the pond, as I like to say. Right. Our friend from the other side of the globe what a grind indeed man yeah i can imagine man like
1: but you deserved it bro like and it's only the beginning for you i know it is man it's you know we're gonna
0: see so we're gonna be the ones who actually get to tell the story of bz the rise of bz we we've seen it from the beginning of the pandemic when he had a desk and a green screen he had a a little bitty frail desk a green screen and a laptop.
1: Might be having you know time to have you back on pretty soon, man. We I was thinking about something for um Street Fighter that I have rumbling in my head. Because I know you were talking about fighting games the other day on Twitter. And I've slowly been pushing myself back into the realm. Like I gotta get ready. So I'm gonna be... Oh,
0: I'm fighting. I'm using controller by the way. I don't think I'm gonna get, get a fight the, And there's nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man.
1: Oh chat, let me show you the uh arcade stick DC gifted me. A couple of years ago hang on it's
0: right here actually right behind me yeah the little one got some work to do she's been she's inherited the fight stick i had i really had fun making that fight stick too i had to take it all the way apart it was pretty fun yeah so this is what we're gonna be running with you can still use that one uh-huh yeah, yeah I, just, I guess it's had, usb so gotta flip it upside down so they could see during
1: yeah oh Sorry, chat. There you go. This is probably one of my favorite ones I've ever seen. Like, the cover on this one was just too crazy. So, yeah, this is how we coming back. You know, we back in
0: it, man. You hear that, chat? I'm telling you.
1: All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm just excited. I'm excited for Street Fighter, man.
0: Yeah, that's when I was, like, on my jury and shit, and I was in the gym bench pressing 800 yeah, pounds. DC was going crazy, especially on the
1: Dragon Ball fighters, man i, just can't I
0: actually oh man i actually had pulled off a combo and i was excited Did you? hey hey man baby steps man hey. no i used to hey i used to oh man i had some remember i used to record them world fair-ass cheap matches because i would just <laughs> blow people up all day with yeah. uh android 15?
1: i'm telling you man I'm
0: like that's that's how i'm saying like it's it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be a good time People think they won, then they get exploded with Android 16, and then guess who get oh, the hate? I give the hip bear. He's hug. such a fucking cheap character. I'm like, <laughs> but at the time, like to this day, nobody uses Android 16. I was oh, literally yeah. probably the only person using Android 16, and he's so good. I like, I don't understand why people wasn't using him.
1: Android 16 was pretty funny, man. He's a, he's My like team a, was a Android 16.
0: Character. No, what was my team? Android 16, Goku Black, and Cell. Oh, my God. Cell, you know Cell is still broken to this yeah, day. still top tier, yeah.
1: It's good to see, like, Dragon Ball Fighter still. Because I think a couple of months ago, they just had, like, their third or second world championship. Like, it's been going strong, man. Like, it's pretty cool to see. Um, I would have thought anime. Tekken, actually, I ain't going to lie to you, man. I'm thinking about buying it if it come out, like, in the fall. I'm going to play that on controller. I can't play 3D fighters on Arcade Stick, but Tekken, just, like, Mm. all the little details and stuff, they're adding little character interactions and stuff before the match and, like, all the, like, destructible environments and stuff. It looks really good, so.
0: Um, And I'll be watching uh, Arisha (coughs) play uh, Soul Calibur. Those 3D fighters are something different, boy.
1: Yeah, they are, man. Like, they're totally different beasts, but.
0: she nasty in that shit, too, boy. I was watching her play the other day.
1: Good old Tekken 8 cause. I don't know. We'll see
0: oh you feel like a real pilot what, what you got do you got the um, what is it microsoft i was into that microsoft simulator for a while uh, flight
1: simulator yeah that's pretty cool
0: yeah i crashed into the side of a mountain and that kind of ended that career <laughs> yeah uh, that's pretty cool
1: sergey that's awesome man well thank you guys for hanging out today man um we're gonna get started here in a moment um if you guys are just hanging out for the first time just remember. Uh, I have all the alerts and stuff cut off just because, you know, we're recording and stuff. Try not to be interrupted, but please interact. Um, talk in the chat. We do appreciate y'all hanging out. And we also have a good time, man, when y'all talk. So.
0: <coughs>
1: oh, War Thunder. Okay. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 148 of the Super Weapon Podcast, the most overpowered podcast on the internet. It's your boy, Dearest Artist, and as always, got my co host DC here with me today.
0: Big bridge builder, wall destroyer. DC is in the building, baby and boy. We got some fun topics here that we're gonna talk about. We're gonna, I don't know, man. Like I get excited because I'm all about the, I'm all about the indie scene, man. I like to see the passion projects from people who come from, you know, it's just like a a, a, gra- a grassroots kind of yeah, two people in the basement you know what I'm saying, with an idea because it kind of remind me of how we came up with the podcast. You know what I'm saying? You know, you just have these people with these ideas and...
1: home Homegrown,
0: like, game design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. heartful.
1: It, you know, and it's funny, too, because it feels like it's been such a long time since we've just had, like, a normal episode. You know, shout out to all the guests that we've had on. Um, if you guys missed last week's episode, please make sure you guys go check out um, our episode we had with lucky gadget girl talking about lucky CD RP and getting to know her her community man um that just went up on youtube yesterday um so you know just head over on the youtube man and check that out but yeah man it just seems like there's been so much like news <laughs> you know like there's just little little you know little bits and hits there um and yeah one of them like was the xbox uh, the idea xbox showcase and i thought this was um I was actually pretty surprised to see Xbox come out and do this. Cause I was just wondering, like, cause we haven't seen nothing from like ID Xbox in quite a while, but you know, just like you said there, there was quite a bit of good like cool little games and stuff that are coming out this month. I think some are already out. Um, but yeah, man, like this was, this was a, a cool little showcase, man. I, I do have to agree with you there.
0: Yeah. I, I'm always excited to see what the indie scene is doing. Because one day, like, a long-term goal of mine is actually to create, like, a very small game. Ooh, I like it. Like, uh, maybe, like, for a... I was talking to uh, Dave about this. Okay. And I uh, was just, like, I think it would be cool to, like, create, like, a little... Maybe something for, like, uh, like an app on your phone or something. Just, like, something... Like, a small-scale type of game. That would be and cool, just... man.
1: And I, And, I mean, honestly, you know, we kind of talked about it a couple of weeks ago with the unreal engine the UE5 showcase, like game design is, is definitely, I really feel like more accessible to just like Mm -hmm. the average person nowadays, just like, you know, tools and everything are becoming easier to use. I mean, you know, we haven't even had a chance to touch on like Fortnite 2.0 and what's that, what that has done to just like the creative community content creation and stuff has just been pretty interesting. So I definitely think that's something man that can happen. Like, you also got gaming orgs out here making their own video games, like A Hundred Thieves, and that game that Doctor Disrespect has um, that he was playing a couple weeks ago. I can't remember the name of it, but it has you know NFTs in it. So. But yeah,
0: bleh. yeah, uh, that's a little shaky. But I do enjoy the um, I do enjoy the growth in these these products and these you know. Yeah. These dev tools that that's giving people with that creative itch an option to kind of go out there and explore. Because I did play around in a Fortnite creator thingy, whatever it's called. I don't know the official name of it, but Yeah, how is it, man? I I
1: haven't had a chance to download it myself. How how you how have you been finding your time in it?
0: Um. Hmm. Well, there is, you know it's a learning curve it's a it's definitely a learning curve it's something that i'm pretty sure if i sat down and played with it long enough i would definitely be able to create something amazing um but with that being said it also seems like they tried to make it as easy to use as possible mm-hmm. i made like an island it's very bare bones like few heels and maybe like a couple of buildings and something like that it's it's just me, like, learning it right now. So it's pretty it's pretty cool. And then the fact that you can kind of – I heard that you can kind of create things, like, in Blender and import it. Yeah. In, yeah, you can. You that's where the – Yeah. And that's where the real fun is. That's where it gets really – And Blender open. is also
1: a free program, a 3D modeling program, for those of you who don't know. Um, but, yeah, man, I thought it was I, – I was interested to know what you kind of thought about Fortnite because, you know, for those of you who don't know, DC is like really, really intuitive with like game editing or game editors, like, uh, you know, Fallout does a lot of mods and stuff. Like, what would you say is your favorite in-game editor that you've kind of used out of, you know, any game that you've played or, you know, what would you
0: want to see, like, I guess going forward with that? Well, first of all, before I answer that question, um. Just want to give a, a quick shout out to BZ, who played Fortnite for the first time the other day. Oh, Got yes, some dubs. yes, yes, <laughs> Got some dubs in there, man. Um, just watching them, just to watch somebody experience something for the first time is always, like, cool and funny as hell.
1: Yeah. Especially
0: awesome. BZ, his commentary is just freaking hilarious. <laughs> He's just so hyped. And, like, watching him and Waffles play, oh, my God. I don't think Waffles ever played it either. So they just running around like it's just like two little squirrels. Just oh, like being they being so apex aggressive. And it's like, bro, you are (laughs) going to smoke these lobbies. Like it's nothing like it's cool to see, man. And it's everybody's playing it and having fun. Like
1: you got to try it one time. I'm I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking about downloading it, man. It seems like it seems like everyone, at least that I've seen, people have just been kind of praising Fortnite, especially like. It's hard to the for BR still. Yeah, like it's hard for BRs to maintain the momentum that Fortnite has, man. And it's really, it's really cool to see, man. Like I was thinking about downloading. It. I do miss like the original mode that they set out to make, but at this point, like I think you know, it's well beyond what it what it was supposed to be. So, yeah, I hear the no build fun is
0: uh mode is awesome too. Hey, oh, you know, no build! Hi, hi. The no build pretty much took over the game. I don't even yeah. think people really be playing the built mode anymore. Like and that's cool.
1: I mean. You don't really have to anymore right because you you play so many different characters like don't they all have like different abilities and well you know, or yes suits, i guess like no so different ways to kind of move around the map like i feel like you don't even really need the i mean you, at least from what i've seen anyway you don't really
0: well need everyone to has a everyone is pretty much a core shooter it's not really like a right, right, right. but like they kind of play off of whatever character you know they put in the game. Like, they just put Michael B. Jordan in the game from Creed. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> like, yes, so you got Creed like versus Naruto versus Goku versus God knows what, wow. Robocop. Uh, You got Master Chief in there. You got uh, it's so many just when you be in a map in and... this is what I like about Fortnite because you can honestly kind of get a character and kind of feel like you know you can feel kind of like different and then there's all the in game like the stuff that they characters that they created yeah. within the game like you got freaking game of Thrones characters like you got and you never really see too many characters at the same time unless it's like they first drop them because you know everybody gonna want to play the newest sure. character but then after about. a while everybody kind of get their little favorites like you don't see a lot of master chiefs so, when I play, like I might be the only master chief in the game, and but they don't have special abilities; they may just have something that like like say Master Chief, he may like he got a little warthog he drives around in, or yeah, something it's yeah, it's just yeah, little yeah. quirky stuff. there's nothing to like nothing where they have the to the balance yeah, exactly yeah. exactly where they have to like go back and balance the game or something and yeah man it sounds like Sergei d-
1: agrees with you too he he essentially said the same thing, he said that it's everybody's in the game, so I guess. <laughs> So, Fortnite's kind of turned into like this metaverse,
0: you know. Yeah, like Boma was like dancing. Like, she's like <laughs> doing these 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 new, like, it's just funny because it's a mesh up of just so much. What is it? What's the word I'm looking for? It's just a mess up. It, uh, it just, I can't think of what I'm trying to say, but yeah, it's a, just think of like everything that's in, like just, from the dances to. Yeah. Yeah,
1: everything pop culture. I mean, Be- yeah, yeah, just hit yeah. the nail on the head. It's ready player one, essentially, which is, you know, if you guys have never seen that movie um, or write the book, please check them out. Like, I, I think that's really the ultimate description of what Fortnite is, which is cool, man. I, I don't know. I think I'm going to I think I'm going to download it. Uh, I'm not sure when I'll have the time to play it because I do really want to finish Resident Evil this week. Um, oh no go ahead and finish so, evil yeah and i think i am gonna on that. that and then we can talk maybe a we little. can talk about it
0: because we could play it next week yeah. right, go ahead i'm and gonna go and record and
1: say it i was a fortnite hater i was when they focused on the br because i originally um pre-ordered the game for the save the world mode i'll just be honest about it but i'm gonna be open to change you know that's what we talk about a lot of times on the podcast so i'm gonna try it out i'm gonna stop being a fortnite hater but yeah, man, I just, I was just really curious about what you thought about it. Um, yeah, we can kind of talk about some of these indie games from the ID Xbox show, man. Were there any in particular that really caught your eye? Because they only showed 11 games, um, and like I said, most of them, if I'm not mistaken, are coming out this month or very, very soon. Um, no Party Animals, unfortunately. Um, a lot of people were clamoring for that, and I think that's probably going to be DC's game of the year, personally, but... Yeah, man. Like, what what did you see here? Like, you know, what any games that you, um, that kind of caught your eye that you might, you know, might jump on this month? Are you there? Ah, uh, there
0: I am. There we go. That's going to be a fun edit. We're going to cut that yeah, out. Awesome. ha. <laughs> <laughs> gotta love the edits, baby. <laughs> oh, no, right, sorry. Can you hear bro. me? Just... Can you guys hear me now? Hey, man, you got to love it, man. This is why you guys should show up now. for the
1: live episodes, by the way, because
0: mm-hmm. you get all that good, that good background B roll. Um, yeah, yeah you okay. guys get to see what really
1: happened, but this. Then... <laughs> <Right.
0: laughs> yeah, yeah, you were just yeah. talking,
1: and I was like, "What?" I was like,
0: "Hello." That's
1: weird. Um, ID Xbox. ID Xbox. Oh no, no,
0: hold on! But I do want to ask uh, answer that question. You said which uh, build, which uh, blah blah blah. What was that? Which building games? system? Yeah. Oh yes, the original question. Sorry. Yeah, we got we got mm-hmm. totally sidetracked
1: from that. Yes. Always,
0: always sidetracked over here.
1: <laughs> but what was
0: that question again?
1: what like what game have you played that has had like a map editor or some sort of mod where you could edit you know build you know create something in the game like what's what would you say would be like one of your favorites that you've played
0: i'm gonna say this just because it's simple and in my life like where i stand in my life um the more complicated ones this doesn't mean that they're bad it just means that this fits my life because it's kind of simpler for me to jump on and kind of do it and then just do my thing yeah because like halo amazing like the halo forge is freaking amazing but it also to create like these great maps is i mean you got to put in work you got to kind of learn the system and you know what I'm saying. You got to do all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying. And yeah, just like with the the Fortnite editor, it's the same thing. Like, yeah, it's amazing, but it's also like you have to learn it. Now, with that being said, one of my favorites is actually um, I don't know if you can even consider this a map editor, but I mean you can build stuff in it. Um, uh, Val Valheim.
1: Oh, I was thinking Valheim. I was hoping you Valheim, were going to it. Valheim, yeah. That,
0: yeah. Valheim, because I like the, the, like I said before, I like the simplicity of it. Yeah. But, like, you can really, really get creative with it. Like, it's very simple, but the way that you do things, you can make some. I've seen, like, castles and villages, whole villages. People have
1: made some really detailed things in Valheim. And, man, and by the way, the game's on uh, Game Pass. If you guys haven't checked out Valheim, please do yourselves a favor. Just talking about it makes me want to play it. Um, but it's, it's definitely one of those games that people have really taken a liking to. And it's crazy to think the game's been out over a year, you know, like it's, it's wild. To With use. constant
0: upgrades, they've been like updating, upgrading mm-hmm. it and all types of stuff throughout the year. And yeah. it, it's, what what do the streamers say? It's my cozy game.
1: <laughs> it's such a fun game, man. I miss the server we had, man. Like it was. It's just it's just a really good time to play, um, play with friends. I re- highly recommend it, man. If you guys haven't checked out Valheim, please do. Um, but yeah, I was just curious, like, what your, you know, if you had to pick one, you know, Desert Island, you and your Series X or PC, and just one game that has a map editor in it.
0: Well, if that's the case, then I would probably go with Forge. I would probably okay. go with Halo Forge. Because I mean if it's just me and my Xbox and I got all day to learn the system and Yeah. Yeah, like if I if that's just me and that's just what I'm gonna be doing, it would probably be uh Forge. I think Forge, if I'm not mistaken, I just feel like I don't know. I, I don't wanna say this, but I, I just feel more comfortable with Forge, just because my long standing history with uh Halo and Halo games I feel a little more at home. Um, Fortnite is something totally, it's a new experience for me. So that's why I wouldn't go with that. But it would definitely be uh, Forge. But like I said, with Fortnite Editor, like with them opening that up to like Blender, like assets and stuff, and you can create stuff. Like you can create, just think about it. You can create like chairs and all these little things. and,
1: And make money
0: yeah that's the key thing also um epic games uh they will pay you like if your map is like featured because i I don't know how they plan on using these maps i don't know if like they plan on putting these maps in fortnite or having them featured like in seasons like you know how usually how fortnite works is it's always a big catastrophic event that changes the island each season so, yeah, like they
1: they've done some of the coolest like you know, story or lore that if you want to call it that. I know some people might find it ridiculous, but they're they're kind of like built up to showing new stuff on the maps. I think it's been kind of unmatched with the marketing and stuff that they've done. And honestly, man, I feel like a lot of other BRs like even the big ones like Apex and um Apex I think, you know, not throwing no shade on it. Like a- I think Apex does a pretty decent job kind of pushing or showing next season with their teases or whatever, but I, I really feel like Fortnite just takes that to a whole, you know, completely
0: different level. Man, Fortnite still ain't to me personally, one of my favorite things events was the live events that they had in Fortnite. The whole mm-hmm. Travis Scott thing, like to me, they have yet to beat that, honestly. To me that shit, that was hard. Like yeah. I that was fun. That was like Now, granted, you know, they had a lot of events after that. That was cool. Don't get me wrong, but
1: right. Right. Like the
0: live music events. Like, I think they had one with like Bad Bunny, if I'm not mistaken. Like they had quite a few. Wow. Like, which I thought was crazy. Like you have people in there, like people just going to like these events. Like it was a concert. Like it was crazy. So I'm just waiting for them to do that. That that I'm just waiting for the Drake collab to come.
1: It's going to happen eventually.
0: Yeah, they and they got enough money to to and sway Drake. He probably he probably wants a lot of money to be in Fortnite. That's probably the only reason it hasn't happened yet. But hey, they put Drake in Fortnite. I, that's funny. That would actually <laughs> be funny, bro. Yeah, just imagine your favorite rapper, um,
1: entertainer, anyone. Yeah, because I you think know. so
0: far I think Travis Scott is the only rapper they have in the game right now, if I'm not yeah. mistaken.
1: Which is cool, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. Fortnite's Fortnite's just cool. I and, and you know. I think Halo Infinite's done, since we're on this topic, I feel like Halo Infinite's done a great job just kind of like writing the ship and turning around with Forge Mode coming out, or since it has, because,
0: you know, it's kind of made like a quiet. Yeah, people don't want to talk about it, Yeah, but people don't, matter of fact, as much, matter of fact, let me be the one to say this, since I I gave Halo so much shit, (laughs) since I gave Halo so much shit, man. Let me be the one. They have been turning low key. Halo has been doing well. Yeah, not as well as I want it to be, but I feel like there's
1: a slow. They, up they,
0: yeah, they turned the corner a little bit here. And uh, I've been watching people play it, and I've been like, I can I only have so much time, but I do want to get back in Halo. I've played Forge matches, I jump in and out but you're right you're definitely right i think halo is actually on the uptick will it ever see astronomical numbers like it no No. probably not but i think it will create its own little lane and it will have its own little crowd of people that will sustain it you know what i'm saying and honestly man like
1: i i personally feel like games that come out at the beginning of a generation like a console generation never compared to the ones that are like a few years in and oh with natural halo, progression yeah and with halo being like a live game you know we've talked about it so much on here like how most games really can't come out of the gate and stumble nowadays because of the rate and the amount of games that are coming out and just you know mm-hmm. there's only so many eyes that you can but halo really i think I think it's done a good job of kind of like keeping its core community intact, which is, I think it really, really like important for games like Halo. Um, and I don't know if you saw it too. And this, and this is, and that's another reason why I wanted to bring up Halo. Um, the studio head Joseph Staten left. Mm-hmm. I think yesterday they announced it at like 8 PM <laughs> on a Friday. Like Xbox would really try to just slide little news in, um, but I don't know man like I at this point I was really curious like you know what do you what do you feel like the future of Halo is at this point do you think we'll get another numbered title or you know in a couple of years cuz they said originally said this game was supposed to last for 10 years but I just don't see it like and I keep telling myself Microsoft is going to abandon Halo but they're never going to abandon Halo they're never going to give up on it as much as I want them to
0: um, ten years, nah. Nah man. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> ten years is a mighty long time. I yeah. only person who close to pulling that off is Destiny at this point. Yeah. Um ten years is a big commitment, man. And then to start off, like it's okay if you start off with a bang and then slowly trickle down, but the problem is Halo is fighting a ten year uphill battle. Yeah, it's not like they're starting off at the top and then fighting to stay away from the bottom. You're already at the bottom and you're fighting to get to the top, which is very hard to do within a ten year span. Now, don't get me wrong. If they pull off something astronomical like this, this rumored BR, right?
1: Just really It has R to right be here.
0: something. It has to be something astronomical. Like if a BR drop, they can't just be another half-assed br like it would have to it would have to be something that's going to move mountains you're going to have to do something new and innovative and groundbreaking like that's what it's going to take for them to stretch this out for 10 years now will they do that i don't know 343 to me needs to do a better job when it comes to listening to their community and feeding into their needs so to speak like yeah they do sometimes but it's just certain things that we've talked about on here a billion times like dude if you just did this like if you just did a little bit of housekeeping if you did that it would make for a better gaming experience when you're playing halo but it seems like with all the the internal stuff that's going on at 343 like people just like i like to say just disappearing like yeah. people are just literally disappearing like it's kind of hard to keep uh the halo train going when like you know people tossing the conductor off at 8 p.m <laughs> on a friday like we, we don't know what's going on here right so <laughs> halo is always going to be in my good graces like i've said a billion times because halo is my gaming my gamer childhood so to speak like you <laughs> know it's one the of the
1: year, you know a long time man yeah
0: yeah, I've have a lot of time invested in playing Halo games, and I'm always gonna wish the best for them, but I'm always gonna tell the truth. And right now, like I said, it's on a little positive uptick. People have been playing it. the uh, The player count still ain't where it's supposed to be in my eyes, but or you would hope. Who knows? Be, so, yeah. Who knows, man? Who knows? Who they might drop a bomb, they might not. This this ship might not sail off into the you know seas but it might sink at the dock who knows but it's one hell of a thing to witness and watch i tell you that
1: it is and it's just i don't know man like i'm i'm in the camp that like i said i think they should just retire halo let this be the 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 live service game you know you you just kind of keep doing what you're doing i i don't think you need to release anymore I know that's not what's going to happen, but <laughs> I just, right. you know, I I think they should just go back to what Halo really is or what it means to a lot of people. I mean, look at what Counter-Strike 2 is doing right now. They All they did was update like the graphics and the physics with smokes, but the the core gameplay of like Counter-Strike is largely the same for what I've seen, um, but people love it.
0: But Fortnite can afford that luxury, though because they've built such a big fan base, and I feel like their fan base don't expect too much different. You know know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah, no, no, no. Like, if you change too much in Counter-Strike, their fan base might explode. Okay? They might lose their shit. So, I see what they're doing. Yeah. But at the same time, other games like Halo, people are expecting it to evolve a little bit. As first-person shooters evolve, Mm -hmm. you know, Halo still has that that old school clunky like that 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 just classic what do you call it Um, on tournament uh, arena shooter
1: yeah arena style shooter yeah Yeah,
0: arena style shooter that's what I'm trying to say yeah so but I feel like it's room for that I just feel like three four three there's just something they just have to be innovative somewhere in that area I think like you could still be that arena shooter yeah I
1: was gonna say man like I feel like arena shooters still have a place in gaming right now. I think they're they're really the, in my opinion, you know, when it comes to like esports, I think it's the definitive way to show someone who's not a gamer what competitive gaming would look like, you know, versus mm-hmm. like a BR where, you drop, <laughs> like we said at yeah, the Olympics, you drop you drop fifty people into a map, there's chaos everywhere. It's kind of hard to follow if you if you don't play like a BR, you don't really understand what's happening, but. I feel like arena shooters, you know, hey, it's this team versus this team, like, you know. And plus, I I think they're still fun. You know, I, I do enjoy still playing arena shooters, but I don't know, man. Like, I just, I really feel like Halo is just at this point in its era where it's just gonna be like, kinda always there in the background, but it's not gonna be the star, or it shouldn't be the star of Xbox anymore. I mean, as much crap as we give Sony they do a really great job at like branding their IP, um, mm-hmm. their first-party studio games, propping them up to be like that generation's um, pillar, and they just make money hand over fist. Just
0: be honest. Yeah, with yeah, I'm gonna be honest too. I'm really tired of having these Xbox uh, conversations too. They need to, they need to put their foot on the gas. I'm gonna just say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I gonna mean, say that and leave it there.
1: They've been doing good this year. They've been on a, they've been on a consistent. Roll with you know High Five Rush, Vampire Survivors, um, Atomic Heart. Like they they've had a good slate of yeah. stuff coming out. I want to know what's after this year for them. I want to see what's next for Sony because we don't we don't know what the fall is looking like. But and I guess we can just kind of go ahead and talk about the death of E three. I mean we're just kind of everywhere on the podcast anyway today. So. <laughs>
0: guess we could just roll into that i mean man i love the loose format to be honest yeah like but the death of e3 let's talk about it man i'm gonna be the first one to drop my pessimistic take hey man it's a wrap bro (laughs) (laughs) i think we done for i I, it pains me to say this because just like halo and um this was a major stable Within my gaming, my you know my my gamer lifestyle by my, my yeah, you know what I'm saying. It like was, it
1: was a part of everyone's like, I don't want to say like child,
0: childhood, or young adult experience,
1: but E3 was that thing, man. That it was the Super Bowl, in my opinion, it's the Super Bowl of like game announcements, summertime. Everybody yeah, wanted no. to be there, you know.
0: No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Like I remember being hype. For E3, like it was a thing, it was just like, man, what are they gonna announce? You think they're gonna announce the new Resident Evil or whatever, whatever game was hot at the time? Yeah, you know, everyone was waiting, or people literally put their big game demos or showcases in E3. Like, if there was, you know, like big, big AAA titles, like you a just God knew, of War. you knew they were yeah, bringing you, the big, you knew you, you were gonna see, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a triple-A haven. Like, you know, you knew that you were going to see something that you were going to be interested in and something was going to blow your mind. Like, it was over the top. So to see it come to a a, a slow, this slow death, it's, um, I kind of feel like the more research I do, like, it was definitely bound to happen because when uh, Jeff kind of left, he even said it. He was like, you know, they're not keeping up with the changing times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and shout out to first of all, shout out to to
1: Cutthroat Jeff because I don't know if you and saw creating his own. <laughs> he no, no, he so right when the kind of announcement happened for E3 this past week, he mm-hmm. tweeted right after they did when Summer Games Fest was promoting the hell out of Summer Games Fest. Right after they tweeted the E3s canceled. <laughs>
0: no because he's i mean is he ice, left.
1: he's cold as ice
0: that's shrewd business it's, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a cutthroat world in the um yeah. behind the scenes of gaming you know we just have the privilege of playing all these games but at the end of the day you know behind the scenes it's a business you got to generate money right that's true so by him leaving which was crazy because a lot of people don't know you know he was one of the big guys over there at e three and then it was a he big left.
1: Deal. it was a big deal when he uh left, yeah,
0: yeah, and he left to only create basic essentially like another big showcase event. It was like, damn, like, but he said it though I mean, if they would have changed it seemed like if they would have changed some things, he would have stayed, but he just said they wouldn't you know keep up with the times, and I understand that like. If you're on this ship, this rocky boat, and you are explaining it to them, like, bro, like, look, you know, if we just turn the ship to the left, we won't be hitting rocks. And then they're just sitting there like, oh, but we still want to do it this way. Like, dude, everything is going toward, it's geared toward, like, social media and stuff now. Like, we have to kind of broaden our horizons, but it reminds me of, like, at work.
1: I was just gonna nice. say that, man. Like, and, and the funny thing is, and shout out to uh, Tori in the chat, by the way, man. E three was. I feel like E three was a rite of passage as well. Something that you you're you're in the you're in the the core of the game industry, in my opinion. Like, if you if you guys are here, first of all, you know, you guys, I I consider you know casuals, hardcore, whatever. But I just E three really just I I think. It, it it i look at it like two two different ways for us like i think it's good that we get more news kind of spread out or you know throughout the year you know but i i will miss the format of having it you know just in that solid that one location that one week and a lot you know a lot of people don't even know that e, you know who e3 is run by the esa um they're the ones who put the ratings on your video games on the case if you didn't know um And they're kind of like i think it's kind of like the whole thing of right brain versus left brain you know where they're they're just not very they don't really see if it doesn't make dollars it don't make sense that's at least the vibe that i get from you know why jeff ended up leaving why e3 just kind of like hit this downward spiral i mean because what's the one over in europe um gamescom it's Mm -hmm. like four times the size of e3 it's it's centered around the community and gamers like e3 was just very business if you don't, if you don't work for the industry or you're pressed, you can't get in. And I think over time that really kind of had a detrimental effect on it. And
0: and that's what Jeff was saying. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty much in a nutshell. You hit the nail on the head there. Like it was just like it was like this closed off event, and now with so much exclusivity and just having like actual gamers uh streamers and whoever like be a part of your event that's going to help it like grow and i think that's what gamescom they kind of do you know they involve everybody from the ground up from your Mm -hmm. from casual gamers hey you can come join be a part whatever come check us out to the streamers who basically all streamers are are promoters Streamers hey, are promoting
1: influencers and content creators. It's a smart, yeah, it's a smart way to get the uh to get your game out there. Let's see, Gamescom, because you know you're talking like tens of thousands of people that go to, and then
0: you know you they know. have like these these like concerts and they're adding all this like different stuff to make it like a experience worthwhile. You know what I'm saying?
1: They are. Two hundred and eighteen so thousand total people for four days last year went to Gamescom.
0: That is oh my god. But but and but during that whole Gamescom event, like what did they have going on? Like if you look at the uh the list
1: Yeah, yeah, just like you said, yeah.
0: Things like there's it there's always something to do. It's almost like it reminds me of like a music festival where you have like these different stages and there's things to do and you you know, you get to do this, you get to do that, and it's it's a they make it a a memorable experience, and I think like E three just shot themselves in the foot by just kind of being more corporate and structured, and like
1: yeah, they never kept up. In my opinion, they never kept up with like the trends of the industry, and I kind of look at the the game industry in that every company is trying to stand out now. You know, like if you if you kind of take a long look at the history of, like, developers and stuff. Like, gaming was kind of secretive. It wasn't very, you know, it wasn't very mainstream. Um, studios weren't really up front. You know, you didn't get a lot of, you didn't see a lot of interviews and stuff unless you saw it in a magazine like Game Informer or, you know, you know, to just take mm-hmm. your pick on a, uh, but I feel like... <sighs> Especially with the amount of money they were they were paying to participate, like Xbox, uh, Sony, and you know Sony has been since like 2018, I think. But they just got tired of it, I guess, and they felt like they could do a better job, and they kind of have. And in, in my opinion, I think that you you start to see, like I said, you know Sony does a great job branding their IP and their PlayStation Studios, and you know they can you get to control that message and post it you know you don't have to worry about fighting for relevancy for a week with the same you know with your competition essentially um, right. but i just I, the only thing i kind of wish that we would see more of from like summer games fest is more kind of like indie stuff you know like once again you know id you know id xbox did a great job this week but there's so many like cool and interesting games out there that a lot of people never get to see and maybe you know maybe that's a path forward for e3 like maybe they take on kind of like a pack style event um because if i remember correctly um the company that does the packs like planning and you know all that stuff is Reed pop and they were in charge of doing that for e3 this year until it got canceled so i think i don't know man maybe rework your price structure you know and take a little bit of less um i just i Yeah, I heard that was a
0: big thing too. Uh Like when I was looking it up, someone broke down like all the expenses of E3, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Companies were paying a lot of money for that booth space on the floor. Yeah. Like, and then you gotta ask yourself. You gotta ask yourself, like, why? Just for that was my question. Yeah, yeah. Like, why? Why am I paying all this money? Like, (laughs) I feel like E3 kind of was like a corporate party. (laughs)
1: oh god if you watch wolf of wall street you know what goes down at the corporate party if you think about it it was just kind of like a corporate party that everybody showed their cool trailers to (laughs) but no man i don't know like it's just i don't think e3 comes back next year if it does i hope it takes the path of like i said like you're gonna have to try to rebrand it or something because at this point it's over man like you know those i think we'll still get these summer events every year you know we already got a couple of
0: announced but hey man it's your boy dc not (laughs) jason derillo i'm here to tell you look guys dc i mean e3 i said dc (laughs) e3 is out of here bro cooked i i just maybe the people who maybe the people behind the scenes will create something totally different but I think e- E3 and the name E3 is just gonna like. We've had conversations about this before, what they can do to kind of write this ship. But now, it's cooked. I don't like, man, like, unless they g- go completely PC or something. Because, like, every game system, game company, developers, all that. So everyone is technology. Like, everyone can have a showcase now. Everyone can kind of like. Fund their own thing and keep it in house and save get, themselves, get a nice like little stream
1: setup. Yep, in the studio. Yeah,
0: and save yourself like thousands and thousands of dollars. Like, I don't see like like I said, if E three goes completely like PC and showing off like stuff, not not just like PC games, but also. PC, um, like parts companies, you know, like graphic yeah. card companies, and like showing off stuff like that, like have them big, you know, you go somewhere and it's like that big like Nvidia a C- booth. C-
1: CEO, like in Florida, like one of those type of events. Digital, yeah, yeah, like because
0: like if it goes back to its core, because that's what originally E3 was in the beginning. It was like computers and you know software and stuff like that. Like if it goes back to that, I think there may be a niche for it yeah but as far as it stands now man i think it's a dub i, I think e3 is out of here bro matter of yes. fact that might be the that might be the title of the, this damn episode with a little graveyard
1: little... oh man you read my mind bro oh man yeah man we're here we here so it's it's just it's sad to see man like i said I'm, a, I'm gonna miss e3 i really am
0: gonna miss the well hold those memories tight man and there's yeah. youtube you know you can go back to the good old days of Big announcements at E3, like I do. Sometimes I watch it, and it's like that um that Dexter meme where yeah. he's looking up at that picture.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's just like he's touching the, uh, the locker. I failed you,
0: E3. <laughs> yeah, like that joint right there. Or uh, but... Wolverine laying in the bed holding the
1: picture frame or something. A picture of E.
0: Oh, that's always yeah. a classic. It did. It's an E3 on there. That's the thumbnail. You guys are here. You guys heard it
1: that's that's your youtube plan, that's
0: it that's it right <laughs> that's it yeah look at that write that down man just that easy man just that easy yeah but so yeah. so what else we got
1: on the docket man um we got a, we got a little bit of time left i mean we could we we really haven't had a chance to talk about twitch
0: oh this, good old twitch twitch is always
1: amazing right yeah this potential sponsorship system that they're trying to roll out so those of you guys that don't know what we're talking about, Twitch support tweeted this out on April 4th. I'm just going to read the first tweet. Um, we're testing new experiences that connect streamers and brands by making sponsor streams work better for our community. We're in the early stages of seeing what works, but want to give you a sneak peek. This month, you may start seeing sponsor streams, including. Actually, I need to keep reading one second. Um, hold on. I'll refresh. Sponsor streams, including streamer read ad supporting systems and delivering brand talking points live across platforms and multiple streams this test is a part of our ongoing work to help streamers deliver ads natively in stream themselves so i know that they said a lot there right they essentially want to try to middleman you in the ad money that you would or ad revenue money or sponsorship money that you would make on your own and people hated this <laughs> They mm-hmm. they absolutely it's very rare you see all the streamers come together like they have against Twitch in certain instances. And this was definitely one of them, man. Like I have so much to say about this, but I really just wanted to hear your, your thoughts and opinions on it. Like, you know, I, I really feel like the, the, the whole content creation industry is changing, um, with a
0: lot of stuff like this. But yeah, what did you
1: think about this? Like,
0: how'd this kind of come off to you? Give me money. <laughs> gotta um gotta give a shout out to angry joe that that's kind of his catchphrase i can't steal that but i think it fits here um see this is the thing man twitch has to generate money i get it right they do they have to generate money at the end of the day folks we live in a in a capitalistic country we need money we need money to function. And I understand that, Twitch. So I'm not going to jump in your ass, all right? I'm going to be easy. I'm going to be easy on you this time. But I just feel the the way that Twitch just kind of rolled these things out is what leaves a nasty taste in people's mouths. Like, yeah. I just feel like they just slap it out there and then it's just like get down or lay down type of deal. Like. I I just really don't think... I think one of the biggest problems with Twitch is is getting with their community to find solutions to a lot of the problems that Twitch has. I really think that they need to start... I don't know if they need to get a team. I don't know what is the point of having a Twitch ambassadorship or whatever it is. Sure. Like, Is it just a cool little badge to have on your page to say, look at me, or... Because to me, if you had ambassadors and stuff, these would be the people that you have roundtable meetings with, right? And be like, hey, we have this idea, all right? Twitch makes such and such and such. These are our numbers from last quarter, blah, blah, blah. We need to be here. And for us to be here, we are thinking about implementing this. And I think when you talk to your ambassadors, I think if you made a person an ambassador, they should have a good concept or grasp of what the community would react positive uh, to or negatively to right so i feel like when you do this you're setting up a structure you're setting up a structure here to kind of almost show that hey it's not all about the money we do care but we have to make money so we have to find a a middle ground here we have to find something that works for both parties because if we constantly shit on our streamers and then they leave especially with competition knocking on the door no matter if we like it or not kick is like over there knocking on the door we have to you know you have to show the people that look we we're, we're trying to find a middle ground here that's my whole thing like if they came at that approach and if people would just pull their heads out of their ass and realize that yes you know, we, we want to make money, but Twitch, you have to gen- generate money too. It's like, it's more of a a, a, cum- a communication thing with Twitch. Like, I feel like Twitch just does these, these, these acidine things, like, and it's so annoying, like, <laughs> but at the same time, I understand they have to make money, but I don't think that way is necessarily, you know, like, the best way to go about it because we've been fighting for splits and all types of shit since forever, right? <laughs> it's just I'm I'm just saying it's just no, like it's been an ongoing right. battle at Twitch and it's just I feel like they need to have a, a different kind of approach with this now. It's it's getting tiring. It's like y'all do one good thing and then it's like you do one good thing and everybody bracing their face for the punch, right? It's like okay, they did this, then now now what kind of what kind of BS are they going to pull, right? So let's just say let's just say if Kick is around for the long haul. Let's just say, theoretically, we don't know. Well if they start making moves and course correcting some of the dumb stuff that they're doing over there, well, and, and, and they become a legit contender of a uh, Twitch. And I don't want to see Twitch get their stuff together then. Like, be proactive. Stay ahead of the curve. You've been right. around way longer. You've been around way longer to still be making the same stupid mistakes. Get proactive, man. Get with your community. Since uh, what's his face? Who's the new CEO now? Um, he. I can't remember the gentleman's name. We
1: talked about him. I think. Yeah, That's yeah. I from, can't even uh, remember.
0: Cowboy. I call him the cowboy because he has his cowboy hat on all the time. Um. CEO. Uh, basically, bro. Dan they,
1: That's his name.
0: Man, they need to pr- approach this on a whole different level. I'm just tired of Twitch, like, taking one step forward, they'll do something good, and then take, like, 85 steps backwards. Like, I And just, if your whole community is pissed, like, come on, bro.
1: I And I agree with you, man. And I feel like I'll say that they were probably, they've probably been working on this for a while, right? But, mm-hmm. but I feel like it was announced prematurely because of the conversation that's been around kick and sub splits. And you hit the nail on the head when you say that, you know, and and I agree with you. I feel like Twitch as a company has become more reactionary to to things happening around the industry. And then they adjust because you just see a a wave of people move over. And then, you know, the next question I have about this sponsorship, you know, is how much money are you taking from the, I mean, you're taking, the assumption is that you're essentially taking 50% because they mentioned something about, sponsors can give can do like sponsored sub like gifts gifted subs or something um Mm -hmm. so that's essentially them taking money from that and how many people are you going to open this up to when you eventually do because i really do feel like twitch probably has like a list of streamers that you know essentially make them some sort of revenue you have some that are kind of just breaking even for them probably and then you have everybody else and i think that first group is really really small and that's the group of people that they tend to focus on when they make decisions like this because if you've ever watched like a large larger streamer right a mm-hmm. lot of times let's you know just be honest about it they're getting like subs sub bombs you know hype train this you know you know everything's mm-hmm. just going crazy and they stand to gain more in those types of channels where you know somebody like myself who might get you know one sub a month you know if that you know, they would, they wouldn't, I'd be a part of the everybody else group. And so that's probably what I honestly, that's what I feel like is a lot of this stuff is really only segmented. You only come up with ideas because of the top 0.1% that are actually. And you're dividing. Right?
0: and you're dividing your base and you're, and you're essentially,
1: you know, tearing your, your, your base apart. And it's, it's tough because you kind of have to put your stuff everywhere, man. And this is, these are reasons why here, because, you know, all the people who founded Twitch are gone, you know, they're gone now. You know, Emmett Shear was the last guy, I believe, who was the last co-founder of Twitch. So Twitch is not the same as it has been or will be, you know, it's never going to be what it was years ago. And it's just like you said, it's a business. And this kind of mm-hmm. stuff really kind of worries me because, you know, how much is enough? You know, you're already taking half of you know, you're already taking fifty percent off the top. Then streamers and content creators have to turn around and pay taxes on that, on the sub money that they get. So they're not really getting fifty percent. You're getting less than that.
0: Yeah, you got to think about it. And for people who this is a full time thing, for like bro, in a in a world like this, you know, you're only making essentially maybe less than twenty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. And Twitch doesn't have dental or medical. Think okay. about that. So if something happened to you, you gotta kinda come out of pocket. I know this was a big conversation. Um I was talking, we were talking about this in bronze's channel, where you know, we had a a very in-depth conversation a while ago about like medical and dental and stuff like that and I didn't even think about that because I was like yo that's a whole nother ball game mm-hmm. dude I just got a medical bill that shit was astronomical <laughs> I was like oh my god and that was with insurance Right. so yeah. I'm thinking about like think about streamers dude, who have kids yeah you I know, was thinking who... about yeah, yeah who have to pay that out of pocket there's no you know what I'm saying like and the so... money's not
1: consistent every month you know your subs don't The number doesn't stay the same month to month. That's something else.
0: It it reminds me of like when I was freelancing as a uh, graphic designer, you're literally living on your wits end every month. Yeah. Like you got to clear a certain amount. That's why certain people like, you know, these people, it's a lot of like a streamers that I follow who like live out in California. Like if you notice people on the West coast, this is a scientific fact done by DC. You can do the research yourself. I noticed streamers stay on the West Coast have the most subathons. Remember I said it. <laughs> remember that. Just remember that when you're watching Twitch. Yeah. I promise you. I watch so much Twitch, I'm starting to notice stuff like hey, that. Hey man,
1: like when you get to a certain, and that's the thing like, you know, I, I I love having these kind of conversations because you know, if this is what you, you know, I always say this man, if this is what you want to do as a career, this is what you want your full-time job to be, you have to understand what's happening in the industry. And I think in my opinion, it's starting to kind of hit critical mass with when you start talking about wages and money in any industry, that's when you start to kind of see regulation start to happen. And mm-hmm. I feel like with everything that's been going on with TikTok, you know, in the, in the, in the U S government and you know, all the eyes that have been on just the internet as a whole lately, you're starting to see regulation in the space. And I think that's for good and bad. And this is one of those moments where I'm looking at it like, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're, to, we're heading to a recession. Things are already getting kind of dire for everybody. Everything, you know, everybody's tightening their belts. And so you're going to see a reduction in sub money. So, and Twitch is going to see a reduction in that revenue as well. And so they're trying to think of ways to kind of get through and work with, in my mind, I feel like they were probably talking to sponsors and they weren't going to get as much money as they wanted on like an ROI. And so they were like, hey, what if we cut you guys a deal and you work with us and do this? That's what I kind of feel like. That's just, I don't know. That's my mm-hmm. tinfoil conspiracy theory, Brother Jones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just like the theory on this. Because it's just, it's just really interesting to see. Um, so put your content everywhere. If I can just impart some more, you know. And,
0: and, and, and if you can afford it, um, I would say one thing that I'm learning myself, and it's kind of like have a moment of like, Transparency here is the reason why, like, I got the green screen back here, right behind me, because I'm looking at this at full production value. I've I bought lights, like, yeah. invest when you can. I know coming. It's easy to say that, but I know coming up, uh, from experience, you know, mm-hmm. just having the money to get certain things, like, uh, buying these light kits and stuff. It, it wasn't cheap, but if you really, really, really want to do this and take your stuff to the next level. Look at your production value.
1: You have to make manage. little
0: improvements. Make little improvements when you can, man. Like um back, for back example,
1: 2014, 2015, it was cool to just get on and do it and once again, yeah. This is only mm-hmm. this is only if you want to make this your career. This is what DC is talking about, not just everybody cuz I know there are some people who truly just enjoy streaming. And that is and it's totally okay. I love you guys too. I would love to have y'all on as well, but like listen to what this man's saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, like I've I've been just doing a lot in production value and like I talked to Darius uh off the pod about generating more money so I can working on up it. my production value. Like I want, you know, when you look at the screen, you know what I'm saying? I want you the the I want the visuals, I want the the audio to sound a certain way I want things to you know Because at the end of the day This is If it's what you want to do Then it should show that's how I feel like Yeah I come down here we we kick it We have fun but at the end of the day I want I want you guys to have the best The, the best visual and audio experience When you come here like that's the thing Like no one wants to come in and Listen to someone and then like <rés retaining sound>
1: and
0: you know what I'm saying? We we spend a lot of time in post production, and we're learning. We're learning this like on our own. So, you know, it's a grind. You sit up there, and we learn different audio things in Premiere and in these editing programs to try to make things better. And all I'm saying, not to be long-winded, is just just eval yourself. No, you're worth up to production when you can give put, have the the best output that you can, and just work your way up and trust me it all will it 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 works it'll it'll all pan out like you know people in your community and stuff you'll y'all grow together and you'll see the growth like it's amazing and most importantly have fun have fun yeah you shouldn't man if it's yeah and and just yeah like at the end of the day have fun and kind of make it your own thing i can't preach this enough but like with just originality and kind of kind of break the mold a little bit people we see it all the time on twitch i just feel like people fall into these formats and formulas that you know they think is gonna work and like just because it worked for that person it may not be for you like just try don't don't be scared to be yourself and and be different like i see a lot of people that fall into trends and try to avoid that man try to avoid it as much as you can be yourself have fun uh your personality will radiate through twitch you will start to draw people with like personalities and, and and all that good stuff man but we got some rough times coming ahead so everybody just buckle down and
1: we in this together man
0: yeah we all in this together bro it is gonna affect everyone like darius said things are gonna slow down here on twitch and i don't i don't want to see people get discouraged man yeah. like so
1: just focus that's on, all i'm saying at the end of the day focus on making the best content you can so when the times are good people are like oh i really like this guy
0: any you may carry people through like the hard times you yeah. know what i'm saying so and that's there's what that. we try to do so i think that's a beautiful message
1: to end the episode on man um that was fun the pistols you know pew pew pew, 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 pew. thank you guys for hanging out today for episode 148 man if you guys are listening to the audio only version we record this live every saturday at 11 a.m eastern please come by man we have a good time hanging out with you guys i love talking to people um i'm working on also some sort of newsletter because i want to hear from you man i really want to start hearing from the people that listen not just the people that show up man uh, so i'm working on something put this put something together make it fun you know just probably just a couple questions to get to know you guys um but be on the lookout for that as Ooh, well this cool material i'm like yeah. it. i got i got some ideas man we're gonna talk we're gonna talk but Mm. you guys can find me everywhere there's the artist where E is at three make sure you follow your boy everywhere and once again shout out to my guy bz for hitting the requirements to make youtube partner man if you guys have not checked him
0: out please do me a favor and check him out everywhere yeah we um, gotta we gotta post that guy in the chat um yes we gotta post this linkage in the chat um definitely um day one homie man we call him the pandemic bro the day one homie yes man met this guy met him as the world was ending (laughs) (laughs) yeah man i can't give this guy uh enough praise man because not only does he create amazing content he is one of those people that's in the community he's helping um you know as long as you're as long as you're respectful you know what i'm saying he's he's willing to help you he's helped us with several audio issues that we've had just the all-around good guy man so he deserves everything he gets man so be sure to go follow the homie bz man we'll we'll put his stuff in the discord and all of that stuff man that's that's like the pandemic homie man yep oh one quick thing though too one one last quick thing um, when we were talking about uh, IDX box man, hey man, Benedict Fox man looks amazing. I just want to throw that out there.
1: Yeah, that game's gonna be awesome. Can't wait. We're gonna do an episode about Benedict when it comes out. I think. I think also
0: another uh, sleeper, real quick. I think Cassette Beast is, I think, is pretty cool. If you, it's basically like it's a weird RPG it seems like it's like a pokemon type instead of catching yeah. them in a ball you catch them in a tape deck Interesting. And it's like interesting has this art music. Style too so those two i just wanted to point those out to uh those games out real quick i think that's interesting and omega strikers i've been playing since forever get it it's coming to game pass i've been playing it on steam omega strikers is a weird take on like it's kind of like a hockey type mesh up overhead view pretty dope man so i just had to squeeze those in there and i mean you could take it away man i just had to throw those in there real quick you know what i'm saying cool cool
1: cool all right guys so it's gonna be in the, the episode man thank you guys for hanging out um if you guys are in the chat hang around we're gonna play some video games see you